Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today... For the joyous occasion of Valentine's Day, <laughs> joyous, <laughs> we are covering My Bloody Valentine, specifically the 2009 version. But before we get into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So today, in honor of My Bloody Valentine, I am drinking the Cranberry Blood Orange Tea. From uh, Republic of Tea. What's in my tea is black tea, natural cranberry flavor, orange peels, natural blood orange flavor, and cranberry bits. We are linking all of our tea below if you're interested in trying it. It's not sponsored or anything. How about you, Jess? I went with Brutalities. Yeah. They're my bloody Clementine. Yeah. Loose leaf tea. So I stayed real true to this one. I'm sad that because it's like we were planning. I'm it yeah, she could try it too, guys. We were going to drink it together. Storm. Yeah, dang it, Mother Nature. <laughs> but it has orange peels, dried clementines, rose hips, hibiscus, apple pieces, raspberry leaf, strawberries, natural orange, and strawberry flavors, and citric acid. But for our tea sippers out there, grab yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So you might be better at explaining the summary than me, because I'm just going to be like, this guy came back to his town uh, that was traumatized by this killer, and then he became the killer because he was also traumatized. <laughs> and a lot of people died. The end. <laughs> I mean, you're not entirely wrong. <laughs> so there was a an incident. This the son of the the mine owner was working in the mines, I guess, to get experience and understand how everything works. And he didn't do his job properly, it seems. And when he was supposed to vent this particular tunnel, so a bunch of miners were trapped down there. And while they were trapped in the cave-in. One of the miners went a little nuts and killed a bunch of the others that were other survivors that were down there while they were trapped, just so he could conserve his own air so that he would live longer. Basically, once they finally got him out, he went into a coma. And a year later, he woke up from the coma and was still in a psychopanicky kind of mindset and slaughtered horribly a whole bunch of people and ended up being put down by um, the sheriff or a bunch of the like top pillars of the community type guys and the sheriff helped cover it up. And 10 years after that, the um, son's owner comes back he had left the town for probably mental reasons and <laughs> came back to sell the mine after his father had passed and everything 
it seems hit him a little harder than he expected and he became the psycho killer himself yay thank you thank you for your contribution (laughs) and i just had to add this was like completely coincidental but i wore my broken heart shirt for our valentine's Yes, and I even wore like, oh man, I don't know if I can't, should lift up my foot, but I'm wearing Valentine's Day socks too. I don't think that would be safe for you. So, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So for entertainment, this movie, generally, this movie was okay for me. Um, it was... It's like my first impression of it was that it was a super cheesy slasher movie, like enjoyable, watch it once uh, or twice and then move on. But it did end up exceeding my expectation with the twist at the end where um, Tom was actually the killer in the the present day. Uh, He essentially... I guess you could say that, like, I don't know if they actually, but it's like his personality split, where it's like he was his normal self, but then there's also, like, the the killer, I forgot what the killer's name was, Harry. And so that was actually a pretty good twist. Uh, I, it definitely brought the movie up a notch for me when, with them adding that. Um, The... The 3D effects in the movie were pretty distracting, I will say. Uh, I I mean, it's just like Jaws uh, 3D, where it's just like, like in, in your face, look, it's 3D, guys. It's just, that was uh, very immersion-breaking, which is kind of sad. Like, I think the, the movie probably would have been even higher for me if it hadn't had those, like, extra... But in a way, it also adds to the charm, too. It's like... Even with the twist, it's still a cheesy, not that great slasher movie. Like, it's okay. Um, But so I don't think I said my rating yet. So I would rate this a 6.5. It's like, I'm probably not going to go back to this movie on my own. But if someone's like, hey, I kind of feel in the mood to watch this movie, or we have like a Valentine's Day party and we're like, oh, let's watch this horror movie, like while snacking or or something, then yeah, that that would be a lot of fun. But uh, my next kind of weird dynamic with this movie is they put Tom, who is a pretty likable character, I liked him a lot against an unlikable character axel the the police officer that was and a cheater yes and they they kind of tried to put axel in the sympathetic victim caricature in the movie at the end and having tom be the bad guy and that's just such a weird weird i didn't know how to feel about that because it's like whenever they bring because it's like in most horror movies, whenever they bring out the victim, it's like it's sad is that you feel sympathetic to that character. But you're also like, yes, they won type of thing. Well, this one, I'm like, oh, he lived. 
like I it's like I'm kind of disappointed and then whenever Tom comes out I'm like he lived you know (laughs) well I think that's one of the reasons why it makes it so sad toward the end when you figure out the twist and what it's actually going on it makes it all the more tragic that this is happening to him because he is yeah. such a likable character and yeah, he was going to sell the mine and all, but he was, he was put through some trauma. Yeah. He had quite a bit of trauma going on there and he was definitely trying to get past it and, and trying to move on with his life and to have this happen when it's clearly affected him. It's just sad. And it makes you feel for the guy. It's like sympathy for the devil. Yeah. Wrapping up entertainment for myself. Uh, I Overall, I think it's worth one watch. The The core isn't too bad for a slasher. I mean, it, it's, it's more ridiculous. Like, I don't think there was any parts that I was like grossed out. I'm just like, it's just so extreme that it's just kind of laughable. But I, I definitely... Probably would enjoy it the most with watching it with uh, friends or yeah. or just other people. So I also give it a 6.5. Ooh! I was curious. It's not, it's not quite my go-to. I mean, I don't really celebrate Valentine's Day that much anyway. Like, my husband and I aren't really big into it because why celebrate your love one day out of the year? or one or two days out of the year when you could show each other how much you love each other all year. Yeah. It's it's just, we have very much the screw this Hallmark holiday kind of vibe. Same. And I, yeah. And they like shove Valentine's day in this movie. They just like stuff it full of all of the references. Constantly talking about it. Yeah. So it's just kind of, eh, but it is, it is still a decent movie. I mean, it's it's definitely a, a watch with someone movie, not on your own. It's kind of just kind of boring on your own. <laughs> the mind tends to wander if you're not actively watching it with someone else and feeding off each other's vibes on it <laughs> and laughing at the, the extra cheese of the 2000s 3D. <laughs> but... All in all, it was it was decent. Um, the characters were mostly interesting. They're not completely flat. You do feel kind of bad for the main girl, the final girl, where she she is a, a pretty likable character. She understands, you know, the guy left and it sucks, but she picked up the pieces and moved on with her life and, you know, got a husband, had a kid, uh, working at a job. And you feel bad for her that, you know, the husband's a dirtbag and cheating with her co-worker <laughs> of all people. And you can see her confusion when the guy that she loved comes back into her life with, you know, no communication prior ever. Just shows up at her job one day. Oh, great. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so... Um, you get to see a lot of the the awkwardness there and they do a decent job with the the character relations but where it it hits me in a bad way is all the effects are just amped up for 3D and it just makes yeah. it so 
blah. <laughs> like it takes you out of the immersion when they're trying to put you in it that hardcore. <laughs> and it just doesn't work. <laughs> when you can tell that everything is CG and it's awful, it just it brings the quality down. So um, the special effects themselves of like the gore and the blood is okay. It's just off enough that you're like, that's 100% fake. <laughs> but it's close enough that it's it's not like ketchup vibes like some of these other horror movies that we've reviewed. <laughs> and it's not, you know, Kool-Aid. Red yeah. Kool-Aid. So it's it's close enough that it's it's all right for the most part when they're just showing the shots of the gore and blood. But when the uh, the 3D effects come into play, it's and some of the kills, which we'll get to later, are just just off enough that you're like, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> so entertaining, not going to be a, a grab every year around the same time kind of movie, but once in a while, sure. Watch with a friend. Well, for... Or did you... Have you tried your tea yet? Not yet. Did you want to... i some time. Did you want to try it? I do. I want to try it. Tea break. For anyone that's drinking tea, take a sip with us. And if not, then take this time to reflect on your day. <laughs> Dude, Brutalities is amazing. Yeah. Uh... Man, if we were sponsored by the Never, it'd be like the bread and butter, because like Dude. <laughs> horror and tea. Sponsoring us because we just <laughs> order all the things, have them send us everything always. <laughs> just deplete their stocks. <laughs> uh it's like drink gallons of tortilla day. Yes. I legit would like this one, especially like you can taste the sweetness, especially of like the strawberry pieces they put in here and a little bit of the apple. There's like a, a tiny hint of apple on the back end, but it's just tart enough that the citrus really is the main note. I like it. It's really, really good. But I don't think we've ever had a brutalities one that we haven't liked. Yeah, like some are obviously better than others, but... Yeah. All of them are really good. Yeah. The cranberry blood orange tea isn't as impressive. Like, it, it's good. Like, for a, a bag tea, it's pretty decent. I'd say it's... I, I'd say, like, a, a 7 out of 10. <laughs> like, it's pretty good, but it doesn't... Like, I'm not going to actively be like, oh, I really feel like this tea. Unless if we're, I'm gonna have to bring this over for you to try next time. I'm so excited. It's it's really good. But for realism, this one's kind of weird for me because it's like I can see some realistic aspects, like the the mental illness, the the trauma that the event initially had on the the town and the remaining scars on the town. Some of the kills. So, some of the kills are kind of realistic but so but i think it, it's pretty safe to probably give this movie a three like it, it's not the most realistic horror movie that we've seen but it's also not the least realistic 
we've seen. It's it's kind of it's kind of in the middle for me. That is very true. Like really the 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 parts that I was complaining about the most as being the most unrealistic was the, the 3D effects. And some of the some of the kills, yeah, it's just it, it's a very exaggerated slasher. Like it, if you enjoy slasher movies, you're probably really going to like this movie because it's just the epitome of slasher. Just, they don't really try. I mean, the the twist. Like, it's mm-hmm. almost a parody, but not quite. <laughs> yeah, because it, it does seem seem almost like a parody. Yeah, it's like the movie doesn't really seem to take itself too seriously. But they also the fact that they had like a twist at the end. It's not like they were completely following the formula. You you can tell that they had fun making the movie. And that that definitely makes the movie more enjoyable when you're like, okay, they weren't like so wrapped up in their art that they're like, we must make like the best slasher movie ever. It's just like, it's a fun laid back, like, okay, let's, let's enjoy the ride while we can type of thing. So there's going to be some cheese in it, guys. It's going to be a 3d movie, but let's have some fun with it. Yeah go crazy but let's have some fun with it <laughs> and i do the oh ooh, i like i <laughs> i closed my jaw and it like grinded my back teeth together oh they gave me the oogies but anyways <laughs> i hate that it's like uh nails on a chalkboard but anyways <laughs> um the i'd say the <laughs> What seems to be slightly even less realistic, though, than the kills, at least to me, is the relationship between the characters. Like, for example, like Axel and I forgot her name, unfortunately, but the girl, his wife. He he is just very much exaggerated. Like, he is just a blatant asshole you they very obviously want you to not like him because one of the first scenes is you finding out that he's cheating on her and then it goes on to show him in other uh other areas of his life and i I guess the most realistic characters is tom and her interactions but it's like whenever tom interacts with the townspeople they (laughs) they are just very extreme And their reactions. And even though those reactions could potentially happen, I feel like on a scale of like one to 10, it'd just be a 10 if like someone like, it's just, it's just so extreme. But um, I I guess it, it, like if one person was that extreme, then fine. But it's like the conglomerate of the town was just so yeah there is just kind of anyways what i'm trying to say is that the whole movie in many different aspects whether it be the kills or the relationships there's really not any character development in the movie really you just kind of find out what happened to tom and that's the character development um so that that aspect isn't realistic so but i still think that a three is pretty solid yeah so, 
Oh no. I actually give it a three as well. <gasps> oh my god! How did this happen? Oh. <laughs> For different reasons. Okay. <laughs> so I actually disagree with you on the interactions and the personality types and everything. I could easily see a lot of that happening. A lot of it. It is a mining town. That's where the majority of the people work is at the mine or in some connection to the mine. So if the mine is being sold to some other outside entity and they've already stated that the workers there are going to be let go and not be taken care of, there's going to be a lot of hurt feelings and rage (laughs) in that town. Yeah. So I could easily see that happening. I could also easily see the narcissistic sheriff clearly wrapped up in his own image, wanting to have it all with the wife and the mistress. And when the mistress tells him that she's pregnant, you can see it in his face of this doesn't fit my perfect image. This is going to impact my quality of life and my happiness. This is a complication that I do not want. So I could I could easily see a lot of these interactions happening. What I can't really see are most of the deaths <laughs> and how they occur when he's lifting a a little person completely with the pickaxe, almost with one hand at one point, and the pickaxe going through the skull of another dude and not leaving really any like jagged edges or anything like it's too clean of a hole and it went really far in there with one hit with not really much room to swing so (laughs) but if we back it up even further when actual harry comes out of coma they didn't really have him hooked up to anything apart from just a line of oxygen to his nose and that was about it But if someone's in a coma like that, they're going to be monitoring, like, all of his vitals ever. (laughs) So he's going to be hooked up to all kinds of machines, machines that are going to beep a lot. And if he becomes disconnected from those said machines, it's going to make noise. And someone's going to come looking (laughs) to see what's going on and if they need to intervene. So someone should have noticed that he was up and about (laughs) amongst the living once more. (laughs) Yeah. And the carnage that he created would have made a lot bigger noise (laughs) instead of someone just randomly walking in like, oh, hey, I'm going to check into this area. Oh, God, there's carnage. (laughs) No. Also, uh, fast forward a little bit, the head being cut in half thing with the slow squelching apart. That's not how any of that works. And um, the dryer scene when the nanny was in the dryer and they open it up yeah i'm pretty sure the dryer wouldn't work with that um load (laughs) well and then the fact that it's like how the dryer wouldn't get that hot it's like yes dryers get super hot but i mean if it it had a steam setting possibly i don't think it would have been at that level that fast but i don't again i don't think it would have been working with I mean, it's 
most dryers, unless they're an industrial dryer, aren't going to work with a really, really heavy load. And heavy for a dryer usually constitutes, what, like 50 pounds? Yeah. Because if you think about it, like you're not supposed to put a weighted blanket in a dryer, especially if it's over a certain um, weight for that weighted blanket. You're supposed to take it somewhere to have it cleaned instead. So because of the weight, because it'll fuck up your machine. So if you can't really wash a or dry a weighted blanket in a regular dryer, that's, you know, 15 pounds of blanket to 20 pounds, then you're sure as heck not going to put, you know, a woman, even if she's a buck 15 in there, it's just not going to work. So creative and interesting aesthetics, but not how that works. I think you do have a, a good point with the the fact that the town relied on this mine to essentially survive. So I I I agree that uh, those reactions were probably I on mean, the. There's been plenty of documentation of other mining towns in history that they've basically become ghost towns because. If if they don't have anywhere to work, they can't stay there. Yeah. Well, and then the majority of his confrontations was when he went into that bar. And people that go to... Well, some people, I should say, that go to bars, go to bars to escape and drink. Because the life that they're going through isn't the greatest. And if it, they went to the bar because of the stress that he put on them... Then it seems natural that they would want to start something with him. It was also probably a place to unwind after their shifts at the mine. Yeah. So they just, you know, go have a drink with the guys after work. But if work is, you know, not going to be there anymore, then they're probably drinking for multiple reasons at that point. Yeah. 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 I could easily see how tensions would be pretty dang high. I definitely saw a lot of those happening. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's not the best horror movie, but if you do watch it, we encourage you to watch it with friends if you're able to do so. Get ready for some cheese. <laughs> yes, lots of cheese. But um but thank you guys for watching and if you would like to suggest a movie or <laughs> I'm doing this ad lib now <laughs> if you'd like to suggest a movie or uh, keep up to date with our content you can find us on Twitter Instagram, Facebook and uh, most places that you listen to podcasts and if you'd like to support the podcast please subscribe, like and share our content or content content <laughs> we also have a teespring if you'd like to support us monetarily you can find all of the sites mentioned linked below and we do have a live stream coming up this saturday we are playing a special round of phasmophobia with our guest star v once yes more. yes in celebration of our two-year podcast anniversary which was last saturday mm -hmm. on the fifth 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 yes fifth yes yeah. <laughs> so we will be again playing a special round of Faz. We're switching things up just a little bit. So yeah. It's not the same old song and dance. And it'll probably be a little chaotic. Oh, yeah. 
there will definitely be shenanigans had. So definitely join us on Twitch or YouTube, whichever you prefer, at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for that. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.